right, guys, welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. We have another kind of special podcast um, for the second time only. It is me, Kylie, and Julie. Hello. Hello. So, yep, family time on Impact Defense. Okay, so for this episode, it's a little bit of a special episode. We're coming back a little sooner than we expected, primarily because we went to go see The Sound of Freedom and Silence. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. I expected a little more commentary after I brought that up. I was thinking about doing (laughs) dun-da-da-da, but I didn't know if that was going to fit the mood or not, so... Well, you know, it's uh, it's definitely interesting. Uh, I don't think it would be any shock to any of our audience who knows that we are um, very much concerned with the idea of human trafficking and stuff like that, that we would actually go see the movie. I mean, that's <laughs> not that much of a shock. Um, but there's a lot of different stuff around it. We're going to talk about some of that. We're going to talk about the movie itself. We're going to talk about what we thought about it um, and, and everything else. Before we get into that, let's mention... One of our sponsors, uh, that would be Blackout Coffee. Blackout so, Coffee. Yeah, yeah. We kind of we were really quick today to kind of get this recorded, so we didn't get time to fix us some coffee. But if we did, it would be Blackout Coffee. Uh-huh. Impact. <laughs> <laughs> you can head over to ImpactGear.Live/slash/coffee, and you can pick up any of the many flavors that they have. If they don't have a sale going on, use the coupon code Impact Defense will get you ten percent off. Awesome. And now back to our regular scheduled talk. All right. First off, uh, I said, hey, ladies, we're going to go and see Sound of Freedom. What were the first things that went through your brains? So before you told me about it, I'd seen something about it, mm-hmm. like just randomly scrolling through YouTube. and everything. Gotcha, gotcha. Just not like ever clicked on it and saw the trailer until you showed me it. Gotcha. Julie? My thought was... Will this be too intense for Kylie? (laughs) Spoken like a true mother. Uh, So we did not go immediately, like opening weekend. I would have loved to have gone opening weekend, but we didn't. Um, We ended up just going over this past weekend and and seeing it. And um, yeah, I was kind of, I was shocked at how many people were still going to go see the movie. You were not. I wasn't. I have been (laughs) keeping up with uh, stories on social media and... I was expecting, well, not at the time we went to have that big of a crowd. Yeah, we went in the middle of the day. Yeah. But considering <laughs> we were the youngest people in the audience. Pretty much, uh, yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of gray and white hair. I mean, well, we wasn't, but the teens yeah. we took were. I mean, it's great. <laughs> I mean, it's great that there was, you know, I, I, you know, for a movie like that to see it almost full. Yeah. At the That's theater we went at to. At 1 o'clock. At 1 o'clock. In a weekday. So, yeah. So, interesting things with that. The thing cost less than $15 million to make uh, from July 4th to the July 30, 21st. If I can speak, that would be great. From July 4th to July 21st, it actually made over $100 million, $101 million. Awesome. Yeah. So, it's done done really, really well. Um, I've, heard, I've heard that their goal is to actually get... Two hundred million dollars out of it, really, to represent the two hundred million dollars there, uh, not dollars, um, kids that are going to be trafficked a year. Okay, I don't think that is all kids, and that's some of the things that have kind of gone around with this, and some of the reason that I think 
you know, some people have loved it. You know, I, I think Rotten Tomatoes uh, had a yeah, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a seventy four percent, but the audience score was a ninety nine percent. So I mean, you know, it's definitely gotten some love. It's definitely gotten some love. It's definitely gotten some hate. Um, and we wanted to talk a little bit about a lot of that kind of stuff. So before we get into kind of more of that, it's done really well at the box office. It was doing really well in the middle of the day. That was kind of shocking too. <laughs> but what were your thoughts um, during the movie or or just about the movie itself? Number one, artistically, the thing was shot very, very well. Yes. yes. You couldn't tell that it was five years old. Yeah. Now, no. Yeah, that was another thing I was going to bring up. It, it was yeah. shot in it 2018. It well, I guess. Um, it was yeah. shot in 2018. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Disney bought it. Disney decided they were not going to release it. Uh, then it was out on the market. I think Netflix had an opportunity to get it. Several places actually had an opportunity mm-hmm. to release it, and they did not. And finally, Angel Studios picked it up and released it. Yeah, I mean, it was shot very well. It looked really good. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it definitely aged well. But, I mean, if you look at other movies from five years ago, it's not like <laughs> it's not like they were crap yeah. or anything. <laughs> but, you know, still yet. It did not look like your average kind of lower-budget movies, basically no, what I was getting yeah. at. No, it did not. And it had, you know, it had quality acting, mm-hmm. you know, which a lot of people think in non-traditional hollywood filming that it is sorry acting okay and all everybody says that but was it is it really it was put out by a major thing i mean it was originally filmed by like um was it 20th century fox i'm not or sure fox, Search, like, fox is not a small name in this <laughs> stuff is it really like non-traditional media when it's originally uh shot it wasn't really it was maybe released by non-traditional media but it was not really shot by non-traditional media. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody kind of keeps saying about that. It's like, but still, yeah, there was a major company behind shooting that video, that movie. You know? Anyway, I guess thoughts now about content of the movie. Content. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, if you heard anything about the movie, you knew what you were walking into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we, we did know. As a mom, I wanted to do my homework and... <laughs> You know, and and it's not like we went in the theater and sat way far away from our child. She was within <laughs> arm's reach of us both. You know, you know, because. Uh, well, normally when you go to a movie theater as a family, you kind of all sit together. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've heard stories about when you went to movie theaters with your friends, <laughs> but that's another day. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> I didn't finish. Go ahead. Okay, um, I guess I was a little surprised going into it at the language factor. I guess I wasn't okay. prepared for that. So your first thought was, hey, it's put out by a, I guess, Christian company, Angel Studios. There would be no cursing in it whatsoever. Is that your thoughts? I don't know. I just wasn't prepared, I guess, for that. I guess I thought it got the rating for the content, you know. Well, it did get the rating for the content, you know, but I well, mean, you know. You know th- if you smoke a cigarette in a movie now, you get a. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, really. But which but, is odd. but still, yeah. I mean, this is covering a very gritty thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would be a little weird if you would if you hear the the bad guys that are doing certain things. Oh darn it! Yeah, I let's know. go. <laughs> I, know. And I know it was a realistic factor, but I guess I just wasn't prepared for that. Which I know I'm abnormal in that, but. That's just me. I Only a whole lot, but there it's okay. to be some language, so I, I fully expect that, especially with the with the thing that it was centered on. I 
I definitely. It was really centered around child sex trafficking. There's a lot yeah. of other human trafficking that goes on, but that was really considered on that one. Yeah. I figured there would be some cuss words in it. Yeah. Okay. Anything else content? I think they did a really good job at giving that intenseness mm-hmm. and giving it the the grittiness and the kind of the the diabolical whatever without going too far. Yeah. And mm. as far as imagery goes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and all that kind of stuff too. It's still not easy to watch. No, definitely no. not easy to watch. Definitely definitely not. And uh, I think it had the right rating. I really do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No. I absolutely um I probably never wanted to hit so many people <laughs> in a movie. Me watching this thing going, why in the world does this crap happen? I just want to punch someone in the face and mainly the bad guys of that. So, okay. Now, some of the reasons I was I was looking. Uh, you know, try, really trying to understand because it's getting a lot of hate out there I had as well. a lot well. of love. I had a lot of love, yeah. But, I mean, I guess my, my thing at the end of the day is goes, okay, why in the world would this movie that is about you know child sex trafficking why would people hate it so much you know there was there was the movie taken and everybody loved taken um and then there's been all these which is about a dude who got his daughter taken okay his daughter was taken sold in human trafficking or something like that everybody loved that but it was a fantastical movie you know it was like a you know it wasn't it wasn't real this was based on true story and what i what i found interesting is certain certain news outlets praised the tim ballard um Years back. Years back. And now that the movie is made, they're questioning everything everything he ever did. Same news outlets. And that's just, that blows me away. It's like, wow, all of a sudden, this big shift within the last probably 10 or so years, did that kind of stuff happen? Well, I mean, goes, you know, there's actual footage shown. You know, this, this I, was based on a true story. Yeah. Yes. Based on actual happenings. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that at the end of the movie, you see some actual footage from an actual raid of the island that they mm -hmm. set up. Uh You see, um, you know, actual footage of him speaking in front of Congress about this and everything else. Mm -hmm. But, and and this may be taking us down a road we don't want to go, but I'm going to go there anyway. (laughs) As the grandchild of a World War II vet, it reminds me of what they're doing with the Holocaust, too. Mm. We have... We have footage of the horribleness of that. And people are trying to say, that didn't happen. I don't want to see this. Yeah. You know, and this couldn't happen. There, I think there are certain things in, in the world that is so horrible and so vile that people want to just pretend that it doesn't happen or didn't happen, and that way they don't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that. That is me putting the nicest face on that I can. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because I mean, I mean the tr- to, me, truth be told. to me, being the grandchild of a... World War II vet and actually seeing and talk talking having talks with my grandfather and seeing some of his memorabilia how anybody can doubt that that went on number one and we know evil exists evil has existed in the world basically since almost the beginning (laughs) you know it didn't take long (laughs) so it's just one of those that's what it's reminded me of and a lot of people don't want to believe that happened and so why do they want to believe this is still happening yeah that's true because it's just as big today this this form of slavery is just as big if not bigger 
than what we had in the 1860s in this country. Oh, you know, I mean, we, this world has had slavery for forever and ever, mm. and and yeah, it still is. Mm. It's just people don't want to admit that it still is. Indeed. But you know, okay. So I was looking <laughs> at some things, um, trying to see. I just looked up on the internet. There's no telling what kind of uh, ad suggestions I'm going to get after the things I looked up for this one. <laughs> but it was like, um, you know, maybe why people hate this movie so bad, um, especially, especially media outlets and things like that. And one of the things they say is like they tend to have this tribalism kind of thing. They tend to stick together, a lot of the media outlets. And when one decides they're going to hate it, you know, for one reason or another, then every, a lot of the others jump on. Uh, this one gave... Um, this you one gave five different reasons. With something like this, we could all stand together and yeah. say, politics aside, mm-hmm. all that mess yeah. aside, this is bad. Let's stop this. That's what gets me. Yeah. Is, is, is that. Because let's be real. We know this is a problem in the White House, in the Senate, in the House, in your state government. In your county, in your city, in your town. It's everywhere. Yeah. It really is. And it's time to face that, and it's time to do something about it. You know, Kyle, your mother is talking so much more than I expected. I know. Well, this is something that I I learned about originally when a contemporary Christian artist that I enjoy started really getting on the platform. We had a goddaughter who was really... What is the right word I'm looking for here? Uh, she she really gathered a lot of information. About well, no, that was problem. something she was doing in school, and yeah. I've actually mentioned that on the podcast before. Yeah. And when she has, you know, she came back, and I think you and I and her had do- uh, dinner together one evening or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she told us, yeah, what she was learning and everything. And this was probably a oh, while. Oh gosh, <laughs> mid, yes, we have mid- a godchild who's older than we want to think. So. Uh, well, you know. She couldn't technically be our child. There's that, there's that at least. Um, or I guess she could if we started really early. But anyway, uh, aside from that, she was telling us that this is like mid 2000s. This is before 2010. She was in college, and she was telling us that uh, that Charlotte, North Carolina, is like one of the main hubs mm-hmm. in or for the entire East Coast for human mm-hmm. trafficking, and that just blew us away. Yes, and you know. So it's not like this is a brand new thing. This thing's been no, going on for a long time. and this has been brought home to us because it hasn't been that long ago that less than a half mile from our house, a a girl was rescued. Yeah, and I, we, we talked about all the that. way from Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah we talked about rescued. that actually on the podcast. Yes. The yeah, yes, and so. and it's you know, it just blows my mind. Yeah. It, it happened, you know stone throws away from my house mm-hmm. yeah uh, another point they brought up is that they didn't think that hollywood liked it when people outside of hollywood released a movie and did well that's and true that's probably not money talks yeah let's be real money talks yeah i mean because didn't that like surprise indiana jones yes it did it, it beat out indiana jones and i think according to and i think i've already killed it but uh, one of the websites said at least it for the year according to this as of july 21st now if i'm wrong on this if this is wrong i'm sorry i'm reading this directly off the website and nothing is a lie <laughs> on the internet uh so that for the year it's currently in second spot behind mission impossible dead reckoning wow um but i think that's going to be like overthrown very quickly uh but anyway 
And then they said some people just hate it because it brings light on the subject. Mm-hmm. It's know, a dark subject. It's a very dark subject. And obviously people want to keep it hidden, you know, to keep the idea hidden. And, and a lot of people just hate the fact that it brings light on the subject. We need to bring light on the subject because it, it actually happens. Yeah. Agreed. I don't see why people don't want to. But if you're going to stand for something, <laughs> this is definitely something to stand for. Yeah, yeah. It, I just... At the end of the day. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of wicked out there. And this movie just brings light to that. And this is just one piece of the pie of the trafficking problem in the world. Yeah. And I don't think it even implies that it's the only thing going on. It just sheds light on one little piece of the problem. Mm-hmm. And... There are those who have got sick and tired of it, and they're doing something about it. Yeah. And I know that that's got some hate, too, because it's people not in law enforcement or or all this stuff. I think sometimes people who work in law enforcement have their hands tied. Mm -hmm. They can only do this, because if they do this, then they're in trouble. They've crossed the line. Yeah. You know, there's things that general people can do. Mm-hmm. And then there's some highly trained general people <laughs> yeah. that can do more. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, you know, I mean, uh, Tim Ballard, he's not the only person to do these types of things. There are Victor yeah, we, Marks out there. Yeah. Um, I followed his stuff for a very long time. And he actually does the same type of stuff. But he goes to the Middle East a lot of times and rescues people that are caught in human trafficking, uh, usually women and children. Um but another thing people are bringing up is like, oh, you know, their, their numbers are off when they're saying this. Or, you know, they're saying that, you know, they're trying to make it all about human sex trafficking when there's all these others. Yeah, it's true. Okay. It's just a piece. It is a piece of a the piece bigger of picture. The okay. I found a graphic here and I'm going to do my best to kind of put it up on, up on the podcast. But it shows, and I already showed your mother, it shows the hotbeds of... Human trafficking. And that's where we are. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, you kind of see pretty easily, like, you know, where in the country there's more human trafficking than others. And Mm -hmm. it is, you know, we hear it's in every state. Mm -hmm. And I don't see a state on here anywhere that doesn't have have places on it. Um, Some are more than others, but I mean, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a scary thing. Uh, But it is out there. And, you know, there are certain myths that go along in there. People say, well, I'm afraid that people are going to, um, they go watch this movie or going to think it's all this or all that or going to start believing these myths. But, you know, human trafficking is not always a violent crime, at least in the trafficking part of it. You know, Um, victims are not always, and here's a a big, this is uh, the Polaris Project. So the Polaris Project has a lot of different statistics and things. And one of the things they're talking about on here, the top five types of trafficking, that is escort services. That's the first one. Pornography is number two. Illicit massage, health and beauty is number three. Residential-based commercial commercial sex is number four. And then personal sexual servitude is number five. Now, that is just the five types of trafficking or top five types of trafficking. Then you get into uh, recruiters. 
Now, and, we, and we've talked about this, and there is a certain thing about abductions. And everybody talked about another thing that I heard people hate on about the movie was the fact that those kids were abducted. Okay, and so like, oh, the vast majority of people aren't abducted. Well, that's true. Okay. In that case, it happened to be, and remember that it's a freaking movie. Now, it's a movie about real things, but still, yet, yeah, I mean, people do get abducted into this type of thing. It does happen. So, why are you getting all pissed off, you know, in that situation? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> the top three recruiter types. Can you guess number one? Number one hurt me. Really? Yeah. Go ahead. A family member or a caregiver. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Number two would be an intimate partner. And number three was actually an employer. Mm. And most of the time people are, and we've had this, we had that entire two set uh, podcasts on it, on grooming. Mm-hmm. Most people are groomed into trafficking. It is not something they are just abducted into. So we have to be really, really smart. Uh, top three recruitment locations were the internet. <laughs> shocker, shocker. Uh, dating sites on the internet. My bad. Number two was the street. And then number three was also internet. And guess where on the internet? Social media. Yes, but even more specific, Facebook. Oh. Yep. Uh, your top five risk factors or vulnerabilities would be a recent migration or a relocation. That's the like so far ahead of everything else. Mental or physical health concern. Substance use concern. In all honesty, I would have I would have thought that substance use concern was probably the first one, but I'm wrong. All right, an unstable housing. I also would have put that way up toward the top. Actually, I probably would have put that one on top and then substance use underneath that if I had been given these and said, here, order these. Mm -hmm. And then number five was a runaway or homeless youth. Mm -hmm. None of that shocks me. I guess mental or physical health concern, maybe I would not even have had that one thought of in the top five. Um, For me, I probably would have looked at unstable housing, runaway, and then substance use concern. Would have been my top three, but I would have been wrong. They are in the top five, though. So, top five ways to keep someone in human trafficking. Number one is emotional abuse. Mm. Number two is economic abuse. Number three was threats. Number four is isolation. And number five was withholds and denies your needs or wants. So, that's the five ways that they control somebody. Mm. So, anyway, there, yeah, okay. That movie did not cover every single fact of it. But I think what that movie does that's really, really good is it does bring the subject to the average person. Mm-hmm. Now, we have done um, a lot of different things. We, we have done some uh, abduction prevention seminars. We have done some things locally in our area. And then we've also done a lot of things with video. Uh, Kylie, was, um, Kylie had a little bit of extent of success on TikTok <laughs> basically covering this. Um, you know, we've done a lot of podcasts on it. We've done a lot of videos on it. These types of things, it's really important for the average person to realize that this is an actual problem. I think a lot of people's ignorance and sometimes just even willingly ignorance is what puts so many people and puts some of their children at risk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And maybe because this is our field and we know all this, it makes me even more, what's the right word, vigilant. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. 
I was and, telling somebody the other day, yeah. I said, you know, in what we do, it's, uh, you know, I'm already hyper aware of everything. Yeah. Like, if you have a child and you've dropped them off for classes in this building, guess what? It's my job to make sure they get back to you. Yeah. And I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that happens. Even if that makes that child so mad they can't see straight. Okay, so really this one... (laughs) And that child could be the same age as my child. (laughs) So so this one breaks down... It doesn't break down everything, but it really looks at labor and sex trafficking. And labor trafficking, it is 22% female... 48% 48% male and 30% unknown. The on sex trafficking, 79% female. I can. Mm-hmm. 1% gender minorities. Okay? 7% male and 13% are unknown. So, you know, it, it, we've said it before, it doesn't matter if you are a male or a female or whatever, that you know, somebody wants you for human trafficking of some sort now i'm not really i'm not i'm not saying that in such a way where like i can go out here and i'm just going to be looking around corners for the person who's going to try to abduct me that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is don't think that oh just because i am you know this thing that somebody doesn't have a you know some evil intent or whatever toward you oh you look like you were going to say something (laughs) i'm thinking about you're thinking so i think that one of the things with uh Sound of Freedom, the head bag, bad guy that was, um, if you, I'm, I don't want to give any, any spoilers, but. Depends on what you mean by the head bad guy. I know. I'm trying to think. The the woman. Oh, okay. Well, that was Ruger. earlier in the movie. Yeah, that was. Yeah, she was a groomer. Yeah, she's yeah. a groomer. They had all it kinds was of, a woman. That was, the, that was the thing. They did have all kinds of different things. You had your groomers. You had your people who were just like, just took people or whatever you had different roles that were portrayed anyway go ahead anyway the groomer yeah the groomer the fact that it was a woman and that can either be a man or woman mm-hmm. and the fact that a lot of people think that it's mainly going to be a man yeah this also and it's again based on a true story so you know the woman part was true especially whenever they showed the raid you saw that woman in that video. That's true, you did. I was actually going to say, well, you know, you don't know. Oh, wait. Yeah, at the end of the movie, they yeah. showed the raid. They showed the raid, yep. and it was, it was a woman. You are correct. You caught that really well. Mm-hmm. I did. <laughs> so as we are kind of wrapping up, the first thing I want to ask is, do you suggest that everyone see this movie? I don't know that it's for everyone. You don't know that it's for everyone? Okay, I mean, everyone old enough. <laughs> I'm not talking about children. Should every adult see this movie? I'm not sure. Okay. There's like, some that it would, if they've had trauma in their past. Yes. No. Okay. Yeah. No, I, no, I agree with that. I agree with that. And well, there are those, you know, those that work in like child care services, like your foster, ca- mm-hmm. what do you call caseworkers. Yeah. You know, I don't know that it would be good for them to watch it. Because they have, they already have to deal with so much anyway. Mm-hmm. They always see. I already see. They, a lot they of already know a lot of the evil out there. Yeah, I and, think a lot of parents need to watch this movie. You know, I agree. Uh, I think for the most part, most average people should see it. Yes. Um, now, and I know that we have to remember there are certain theatrical uh, theatrical elements to it. 
uh, that came into question, uh, there was that point where some bad guy got killed, and that was in question whether that actually happened or it was more just a movie thing. Mm-hmm. You know, part I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. So that was that was, that was in question. I've heard that one to be questions like, I don't think that was actually real. I think that was mainly for the movie. That's fine. It's it's still a movie. Yeah. <laughs> so just remember that it's still a movie. And and sure, in the process of some of this, maybe some of the numbers are off one way or another. You know, there's like loads of data out there, so it just mm-hmm. depends on what you're looking at. Um, so maybe some of the numbers, but that doesn't change the fact that it's like really needed. You know. Yeah. So. Well, it's getting the word out. It is mm-hmm. getting the word out, and I think that's the most important part about it this. It needs yes. to be and I talked think about. It does. It does. It, it does not need to be like completely acted like it doesn't exist and everything it as well. Doesn't need to be ignored, right? Because so. this thing actually happens, whether you like it or not. Yeah, yeah. Whether we like it or not, it is actually happening, and we need to do everything we can to help prevent that. Um, be it through education, be it through all these other things. So that is something that we feel very passionately about as mm-hmm. well. All right. So before, oh. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to do it anyway. So before we head out, guys, let's go ahead and mention our second sponsor. And uh, for this one, it is actually SIG Ammunition. Uh, <laughs> that was that wasn't really planned. Uh, head over to impactgear.live slash SIG. That's S-I-G. And then you can pick up some other things other than ammunition tube. I love their defensive ammo. That is the only ammo I carry for defensive use. And right. if you have any... Any further discussion points you would like to see us cover about this movie or anything, just comment below. Yeah. We read these things. We want to know what you want to know. We want to know what you're thinking. Yeah. We want to, you know, you you give us ideas. So speaking of that, we had a comment. Somebody says, I don't know if I responded or not, and I usually do. (laughs) But um, right after you said that, I do always read them. Uh, This guy says, uh, you kind of sound like as long as you drink the Kool-Aid, you'll be okay. Now, for me, I had some back and forth on this a little bit. But in some ways, when we were talking about it, we were talking about being aware of your surroundings and doing these things to keep you safe and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, kind of. <laughs> if you just live a life in a safe way, you're probably going to be safe. I mean, <laughs> and I, th- I think he meant it as an insult, but yeah, kind of. <laughs> anyway, all right. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you watch... <laughs> When you watch those uh, the Africa films, you know, and you see the animals, they don't go for the ones looking around. They go for the one that doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the lion Watch comes out, in. you that's little antelope or whatever you are. Gazelle, that's the word, yeah, right? Gazelle. They run in there, and the one gazelle that's kind of gimpy, that's the one they get because he's not. <laughs> or the one that's drinking water, and everybody else is, like, looking around. Yeah. So... <laughs> I mean, so, so yeah, there is a little bit of truth to that in some ways. Just if you live a life in such a way, not paranoid, no. but if you live a life in such a way where you're paying attention to things that are going on around you, yes, you probably are going to be okay. Yes, you don't go. You you're just, probably just not going to be chosen. Julie, a, simple things that she's heard 5,000 times. Let's go. All right, number one. You do not go to certain stores at dark by yourself. Just a given. Find a buddy. Find a buddy or wait till tomorrow. Number two, don't go to certain gas stations by yourself in the dark. Okay? Just don't. Go in the morning. Okay? Number three, 
Do not, under any circumstances, let your children get out of your sight in a store. <laughs> Just don't. If you're, you know, you only have two hands. My mama had three kids. Guess what? If you couldn't hold her hand, or if she couldn't hold your hand, you held on to her. That's <laughs> how it worked. Because you were always within arm's reach. Not a bad thing. That was, you know, if you're sitting in church, that way they, you act up, bang, you know, <laughs> pop you in the back of the head. Uh, <laughs> attention. You know. <laughs> no, that didn't happen to me. <laughs> no. Uh, you were the perfect child. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's just certain things, you know. You check, make sure your tires look good before you hit the road, you know. <laughs> you know. Just, there's certain things you can do that will make your life a lot easier. No, you don't know everything coming at you. I know that for a fact, okay? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you don't always know about the van that's going to be in your lane. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. You don't. But, had seatbelts on? I think when we have belt? Julie on, let's have a life, sec- uh, life, uh, <laughs> life lessons with Julie segment. <laughs> Yeah, there's just certain things you can do. You know, be aware. Look both ways before crossing the street. <laughs> oh, don't don't give out all your wisdom right now. We got to go. <laughs> all right, guys. So thank you guys very much for listening to the podcast. Be sure to like, uh, subscribe, and share this with your friends. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.